Hey, look. What's up, bro? What are the f- four major food groups? Uh, I, I guess I'll ask what are the four major food groups, bro? Pizza, coffee, chocolate, and sex. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't even make sense. I know. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we will be talking about the news of the week, payback predictions, competitive eating, the Huntsman Winter's War, The Path Episode 5, and we see if we'd want to blow DJ Alligator Project's whistle. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Citizen. My name is Fro. I n- never introduced myself, so uh, let's introduce the other one with penis. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, what did you think about that terrible? Is it a joke? I don't think that was a joke. I think that was just a set of words put together. Like, yeah. Why? Why is sex a food group? I don't get it. No. Apparently that it sounded like a joke that came before another joke, and yeah. we missed out on the first joke. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Ah, jokesforus dot com. Oh, best place. Uh, let's say hi to uh, Tilly Billy. Hi, Tilly Billy. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yay! Whoa. <laughs> Who's back? Ah, so good to have you back, Hillbilly. Oh, thank you. It feels so good to be back. How was M16? Uh, <laughs> MI5? MI5. MI6, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Did all my yeah. uh, covert undercover things that if I told you, you'd have to shoot you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... <laughs> but no. No, it's not the reason no. you've been gone. I said that mm. vacation... I kind of lied. What have you? Well, I sort of was on vacation, I guess, of sorts. Sort <laughs> of, <Off>, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, nearly a year ago, my boyfriend got attacked with a machete, and we've had to wait until quite recently for the court case. And just before the court case, we got some information about some people being threatening, and we had to go to pretty much the middle of nowhere and just be safe 
up until the court case. Mm. So, yeah, we were really bored <laughs> in a tiny little place that had not a lot. Well, there was a pub that was only open for, you know, a few hours a day and didn't even have a shop. I used <laughs> I saw after a week away. Am I sore? Yeah, in your throat for not like speaking on on podcasts. Oh no, I did did enough practice of talking at the one pub that was in the place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you know what kind of candy is never on time, Tilly? Mm, After eights. Chocolate. <laughs> uh, these are nearly as good as some of my dad's. Jokes? I'll have to start roping oh, my dad like into b- this. Bazooka Joe jokes, like out of a Bazooka Joe package. <laughs> What's yeah. Bazooka Joe? It's a bubble gum. It has jokes on the inside of the package. Yeah. I never heard about that. Oh, really? Huh. It's, uh... it's really terrible gum. It's like the worst <laughs> gum ever. I think it's, like it's, a piece uh... of, it's like a rock that you chew on. I think it's the American thing. Have you heard about that, Stella? I've not. I've heard it being referenced in things, but I didn't yeah. know it was a bubble gum. But uh, yeah. Yeah, talking okay. about things that uh, are tasting shit, uh, talking about the uh, election result this week. <laughs> that is the uh, I just. I You're not supposed out, to taste right? them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to taste it. <laughs> Stop licking the election results. Oh, but I was so sad. So sad about the election results this week. Delicious ballots. Yeah, they're tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you sad, Fro? What's happened? Because I still don't quite understand. Uh, Because uh, do you know who won all uh, his four places where he needed to win? Trump. Uh, five actually. Uh, oh, five, yeah, five. And Trump I like won. Making it worse. <laughs> in between, uh, somewhere around fifty-five to sixty-five percent in all all those states. So. Yay! What? And is that's going out of three on? or two other three candidates. So he, you know, beat out both guys fifty percent. So he. Uh, apparently my country is much worse than I ever thought it was. I mean, I knew my country was kind of terrible in certain places, but apparently it's just horrible everywhere now. So. Yeah. It, uh, if you want to emigrate over here, like, <laughs> we're not quite. I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people yeah. that's like, if, if Trump, if Trump takes over, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to move to Canada. I don't really want to be one of those people. Cause I mean, uh, you know, that's kind Canadian. of like. Well, I I don't want to just give up on on it because uh, some weirdo th- uh, wanted to take over. Then he's just going to do even worse. If everybody who is against him moves away, then it's just going to be worse than for everybody outside the country. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I mean, it's not just going to affect us here in this country. It's going to affect every country around the world. So, do you think he'd last very long? In in like seriousness, because obviously assassinations happen. And right. As hated, uh, I don't think there's anybody as hated as he's been that's got into. I don't see a presidential candidate that we have now that isn't in that situation. Where I can see him getting assassinated. Honestly, Hillary, Bernie, Cruz, I—they all are in that position where somebody hates them enough, probably somewhere that uh, they're assassinated. Everybody else in the world hates Trump. 
except for the Saudis. The Arabians like him. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Oh, yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, well, they spoke out. They refused to meet Obama and said they'd rather sort of spend their time with the next president, such as Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. Yeah, because that's also starting <laughs> on the Democratic side. Hillary Clinton won four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Yay. So I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure uh, why that was, but it seems to me that at least in the media here in America, they've given up on reporting on Bernie Sanders altogether. I, I watch MSNBC oh. quite a bit, and they had a reporter who uh, was just specifically to fall like they'd have one uh, woman who followed around Hillary campaign and one who followed around Bernie and the one who was following around Bernie just stopped about a week ago for some reason <laughs> before this election so I thought that was kind of strange um, she's now covering Aww. Ted Cruz the same lady who was doing that so they've kind of just given up on it um, even though I mean really oh, there's I guess we'll go through the numbers real quick. I thought this was interesting. Hillary has 1,666 delegates right now. Da, da, da. So, yeah, well, I don't, that's pledge delegates. Uh, Bernie has 1,359. So we have about a 300 uh, delegate difference right now, which is where it's kind of been in between 200 and 300 the whole time. Uh, Trump, 988. Uh, Cruz 568 and Casey has 152 and he's still in it for some reason not really sure why <laughs> uh, but really uh, in the media right now they're all saying that Clinton has basically gone above and beyond because she has so many of the super delegates but they shouldn't even count right now uh, but every they're trying to sell it like that uh, I think the one thing is if you look at California California has over 400 delegates. So if uh, seeing that we have a 300 delegate gap, if Sanders does well there uh, and he's going to do well here in Oregon, I haven't even voted yet. That's one thing that makes me mad about this whole thing. It's like I haven't even voted yet. And it's pretty much decided at this point. So um, but if, well, we have a, if not... Sanders has a big win in California, he could overtake this. So. Yeah, and at least you're not one of the first and you sort of voted for somebody that's already gone if you get what right I mean. that yeah somebody who picked o'malley right yeah um, <laughs> and they're like oh well great yeah glad glad i've even bothered <laughs> i guess one of the interesting things that i saw is that uh, for hillary to get the 1237 that she needs in pledged delegates at this point she needs to win 65 percent in every state coming up uh which she's not gonna do no so the chances are pr really slim of her get, getting the 1237 she needs. So we'll probably go to a contested convention uh, where she'll have more pledged delegates, but Sanders will still have a chance at the convention. Considering how many super delegates have already picked Clinton, probably not likely, but it's, you know, it's something we'll be following. So <sighs> I'm sad, but uh, in a good way, uh, Clinton used $1 million this week to troll the internet. So, Oh, not even not just this week. She kind of started it uh, last week, I think, uh, or at least that's when people found out about it. Um, but did you see any of this stuff? No. Okay, Tilly. I didn't see it other than this article. I hadn't. Oh, okay. But well, I, I guess nothing comes on up Monday. On my there was a big on Twitter. Oh, right. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> there was a big thing on Monday where people thought that a bunch of Facebook uh, pages that were Bernie Sanders got taken down. Facebook has said that it was um, a bug in the system. But in 15 minutes, something like uh, 20 Bernie Sanders Facebook pages went down. All Whoa. Once. Uh, so that was a little weird. Um, but they said it was a bug in the system and it happened to a lot of other places, a lot of other pages, but, uh, I guess maybe it's just noticed by the Bernie people, but, uh, that maybe doesn't have anything to do with this. Maybe it does. Hillary Clinton super PAC, um, spent a million dollars to pay people to basically troll Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, it's a Why? group called Barrier Breakers, and they're going on there, and anybody who's writing anything good about Bernie, they're going on there and, and uh, trying to correct the correct them and and say that uh, Hillary's better. Mm. <laughs> so they're paid trolls, uh, internet trolls. So they're so having to a, employ people to stick up for them. Basically, yeah, online, yeah. It's kind of a new thing, I guess, in politics when you think about it. It's probably something that's never been done in, uh, up till now, so... Uh, well, I don't know. There's been every kid in the world that's being picked on by another kid can get a bigger kid to come and have his back. <laughs> right. It's just, I mean, uh, super PACs aren't supposed to work with the campaign. That's kind of one of the rules. But uh, they they can do anything else to help them, as in make ads and do things like this. So uh, it's just interesting because I don't think – uh, in the past, there's never been something like this that had to happen. There were never been a candidate who had to pay people to go online and stop people talking bad about them. So uh, we talked about last week. We uh, was it the last week? I think we talked about it where, when we talked about uh, the case against uh, Norway uh, with the mass murderer that. Right. And uh, yeah. we know this week that uh, the state actually uh, wanted to uh, take this further. So they have actually like said we are going to go against this and and take it up a level in the Norwegian system. So it's going to be one more time. The case is this going. The- in a in a higher court. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. But uh, uh, it's not the only thing that Norway got sued uh, this week. Uh, Edward Snowden uh, sues Norway, and uh, this was huge news in Norway. Of course, of course. Um, I was wondering how big it was there because we there was nothing about it in in the states. So pretty big. Uh, Edward Snowden is pretty uh, big name. And when he tries to sue Norway, especially like in uh, just after this case we had with Anders Bering Breivik, I think it mm-hmm. got I, I think it got more attention because it happened at the same time. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. they're both suing the state at the same right. time. Right. But, uh, the person yeah. sues a country. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's uh, to avoid uh, extraction from Norway. Like, if he goes to Norway, he's suing the state for not giving him to America because uh, the Norwegian state have more or less uh, gone to the court system and said, 
Well, we can we can give Edward Snowden to America if we want to, without him being right. like and and talking his case. So it's it's. I no, guess the thing is. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It's no wonder. Like, if I was Snowden, I would sue Norway. I mean, the thing is, he's up for a Freedom of Speech Award, apparently, right. by a, a, a group of writers in Norway. Yes. And I guess he's also, uh, he's kind of a top prospect for this year's Nobel Peace Prize, mm-hmm. which, of course, is in Oslo. So, he want, if he's going to get those and accept them, he he's suing the state so that he can go there to get these and not be extradited basically yeah, to them. uh the right and the the u.s has said if he comes there we're gonna get him it yeah. doesn't even matter is what it said right <laughs> so that's norway uh, news uh i want to i guess we talk about uh snowden as far as the elections go uh clinton says throw the guy in jail forever uh trump says uh have him killed for um, treason, as well as Cruz, and Bernie Sanders says he should be punished, but he doesn't believe he should uh, be put in jail forever or anything like that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, did you see the funny, 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 funny thing uh, Tron found online about uh, the real Mexican food in Bergen? This, oh yeah, yeah. This this Mexican food is so good and real that uh, Donald Trump wants to build a wall to around it. <laughs> right, it was like a sign out in front of the restaurant. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but uh, uh, tell me a little, Tilly. Uh, what will happen with the UK if they leave the EU? Well, it depends with regards to who and what, because Barack Obama's um, put his sort of side to things with what we should be doing. Because mm-hmm. he said that we'd be um, at the back of the queue compared to Europe when it comes to making trade deals if we leave Europe. So he's sort of saying, you're better off staying in there because we're not going to talk to you till we've talked to everybody else. I have a hard time believing that threat. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And to be honest. Especially when Obama is not really going to be president for so very long, so. Yeah, and. Right, but if he makes it policy, it could become policy, you know, so. Right, but couldn't the next president change that? I mean. In international politics, uh, it's a little harder to do that. Once it's done and everybody in the world has seen you do it, it's a little hard to go back on it sometimes uh, without looking weak. So, hmm. But yeah, we'll see. Even if we all end up, you know, if we leave the EU and we can't get hold of any imports of anything, we're a country that could sustain itself if it needed to. I really hope that you leave the EU, to be honest. I'd, well... I do too, if I'm honest. Because I, mean, I'm not, I don't want to sway anybody's opinions or anything. I'm not here to try no, and no. tell anybody that's listening, you know, vote to leave, whatever. Right. But I don't think, as a country, given our financial crisis that we're in anyway, yeah, like, we shouldn't be paying to be in something that is going to restrict us and dictate our laws. And we that, can't control that as a country. I feel we should be able right. to say. Yeah, that's why Norway is <laughs> a member. The- 
<laughs> the one thing you could say is really simple if anybody knows British politics. Boris Johnson is against it, and David Cameron is for it. So there you go. <laughs> that kind of says everything. But Boris yeah. Johnson did say some very mean things about Barack Obama this week. He yes. said some kind of racist stuff. So I'm not going to put well. him up as an example. Yeah. He, um, Boris Johnson is just the mayor of London. <laughs> right. I know it, it sounds like a big deal, but, you know, the mayor of my town is just some, oh, I think she's an old lady now. <laughs> not, that he, not that he's had a sex change and now he's a woman. I think he's a woman just to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he's a woman now, that one. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, he he's, might be the mayor of the capital, but he's not actually really got all that much power. He's your, just a buffoon. Right. Your mayor name's uh, name is Kat. What? Oh, I get it. Your mayor's name is Kate, is what he meant. Kate. Not Kat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Great. Yeah. Got it. Uh... Ha-ha. Uh, but... Obama's, Obama's kind of been on a world tour uh, in the last couple weeks i think and uh i saw if anybody wants to go out there find a speech he did in germany last week and if you're like an nwo illuminati conspiracist this speech will make you go nuts i can tell you that right now <laughs> cool uh yep. what is it with uh another digital citizen's fascination for uh things that has to do with nazis uh, well, this is connected to the Nazi gold train story. Yeah, so tell yep. us about it. So I guess um, a Polish historian, he claims that he found the Amber Room, which was the gold that was supposed to be in the Nazi gold train, uh, which was a Russian uh, – it was plated room that the Russians uh, had in a palace that was all made of gold. And apparently they think it's in a secret chamber in a uh, Nazi bunker in Poland. So, so interesting. Toot toot? <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, <laughs> More, um, yeah, it's... Old building. Old building. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of looks like just a big block of concrete, too. It's like the, not even a building, but... Uh, who knows? This will probably nothing will probably come of this, but I thought it was interesting because uh, it 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 is an extension of the Nazi gold train search because somebody uh, uh, this connected to that. So, do you know what I did on social media this week, uh, Tele? Uh, I'm sure you did quite a few things on social media this week. What in uh, particular are you referring to? One of the reasons I did on social media this week uh, was tell the social media people that I have gotten a girlfriend. So tell. Uh, so you're Facebook official is what you're saying? Yeah, we're Facebook yep. official. And, uh, God, it took me and Dick ages to get there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we had our first fight on Facebook. That was cool. So... <laughs> No, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's uh, she's happy. Oh, hi, Anna. <gasps> I said her name for the first time. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn me into a girl. It is a girl. <laughs> no, but you're turning me into a girl. I'm getting uh, all excited for you. You are a girl. 
Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, you are a girl. But yeah, uh, and uh, I, I, I like uh, I like when my social media habits uh, go together with my real life. And uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about that right now. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Openness about your problems, about how you are, who you are, and what you want to be. Openness about mental problems and so on has been more and more popular. People writing blogs, they're writing on Twitter, they're making small movies that tell them about themselves, how difficult they have it, their mental problems, and so and so on. Being open create a lot of fuss. People like, they share, they put, put it on a page, just to advertise for it and make programs of it, and so on. But it's a dark side and a bullshit side about this because. When it comes, when the microphone is off, the Facebook is off, and the television screen is off, people don't really give a shit. If you are the one person who is different, people don't care about you. Try it. Because when everything is turned off, you're going to live a normal life. So my suggestion to you is be less open. Because the likes on Facebook never going to help you anywhere. Well, they can be they can be intriguing, they can be interesting, but do we really care about this person anyway? Do we? Do you really want to talk to persons, use your time, the effort on people who have it difficult in their life? You don't. Don't really. Everybody cares. We have a debate in Norway about the people begging for money on the streets. And everybody said, yeah, they should have the right to beg for money. They, they should be there. There's a remind us of a society we want to be. But again, we tell that on Facebook. Do you really care about them? Do you do any policy for them to help them? We don't. The world about who we are and what we care about is pretty bit uh, a debate about likes and happy faces on Facebook. It's not about doing anything. A beautiful political drawing I saw a few weeks ago is who wants change? Everybody said yes. Who wants to change? Nobody. Nobody really wants to change. We just want to go on and go on and go on doing the same things. Feel some sympathy, just make us feel great or share a case about a difficult situation and get a lot of likes and they tell self, yeah, we did something today. But really, you didn't do a shit. If you had a neighbor who had really bad problems, would you invite him over? Would you care for him? Would you give the extra mile? Give the extra mile without Facebook and a screen nearby? Without telling that on Facebook to get more likes, would you? I'm not so sure if you would. A lot of people don't do it. Because the same problems go on year after year. If all this social media really helped anyway, why isn't the problem solved? Because they are not. Because and because it's not about them, it's about ourselves. Think about that the next time you see a so-called political ally put on some beautiful things on Facebook. Ask himself, or ask yourself, what are we really going to do? What can a sacrifice for you or him or her do 
making the situation better for anybody else. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice blended evening and, well, lend a hand. So that was Tron Tells the Truth about social media versus real life there. Hey, Luke! We had the competition ages ago, and we haven't done anything uh, with it because Philly has been been gone. But we had we are doing something called Music Massacre. What is that? Tell the listeners if they are new to that. Right. So we are in the second round of Music Massacre. We're all picking songs, uh, one by one, one each week, and trying to find the worst song. And we're averaging out our scores, uh, and we're each picking three songs, and the highest average uh, wins. Yeah. Uh, and and we, we're at the end of the second round, and it's yeah. my song this week. So. And it's called DJ Alligator Project, the whistle song. Tell me a little about that. So, yeah, this, was, uh, uh, this song was written in 2000. I guess written is a kind of a loose... <laughs> Thing to say about this. It is <laughs> thrown together. Yeah, it was made in the year 2000 uh, by a guy named DJ Alligator Project, like you said. It was on an album called Payback Time. Uh, this The single of this song, uh, guess where it was number one? Norway. Norway and Denmark. <laughs> it did number five uh, in the charts uh, in Ireland, number five in the UK, Uh and number 10 in Sweden. So it uh, did really well. This was a uh, top-rated song, at least in the uh, in the European area. I guess I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, it's like in our area, isn't it, Fro? <laughs> you know our area of town. Yeah, where right. we live with all the shit music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the 2000s, it looks like it's not doing great. If this was number oh, one in Norway. Awful. I can't imagine what else was playing around the time. Oh, uh, music the music was US so isn't even like that. Right. Oh, was that, that just the US that age isn't you know, even you like... really into it? Do you remember listening to this song when you were a kid? Or I guess when you were maybe what you would have been in uh, high school still, Fro, right? In 2000? Mm, something like that. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, end of high school, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember this song. I'm... Even though it was number one in Norway, you, you didn't hear it back then? <laughs> yep. I, I can ne- just picture this playing on the radio. <laughs> I never heard this before uh, last week when I heard it. So, yeah. Well, well even not the, last week, the clean oh, version. Huh? The clean version. I've even the heard. clean version. No, the the clean version I've heard before. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the radio edit of this was called uh, "Blow My Whistle, Baby." Uh, the whistle song "Blow My Whistle, Baby." The actual album version was called The Whistle Song, Blow My Whistle, Bitch, which is basically the main lyric of this whole song. They say it about a hundred times mm-hmm. in the song. And that's um, yeah, it's so Blow polite. My Whistle, Bitch would be played on Norwegian radio. That's why I haven't heard it before. Right, but you'd heard the clean radio oh, yeah, edit. Clean I, version I mean, anytime. We ha- that's a normal thing. In America, there's the radio edit and then the song and they're considered the same song it's not considered two different songs okay. so maybe that's where, yeah. where we're getting confused um but did you hear the song that in the very middle of this uh album version did you hear the uh musical 
uh, song that they kind of just cut into randomly in the middle of the song? Yeah, what was that? Singing in the Rain. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's just somebody whistling Singing in the Rain for, like, maybe 30 seconds in the middle of it, and then it cuts back into the song. Yep. Well, you know, why not? (laughs) (laughs) It's just incredibly random. Uh, But, yeah. What did you guys think of this song? I fucking hate it. This is the worst yep. song so far. You found a <laughs> gold mine here. A gold mine. This is the worst song so far. This is like this is the gold standard. Like if I can That's find songs. Yeah, of, of of terrible songs. If I can find one song that's more terrible than this, I I I don't I don't think I don't think it exists. So guess what, Look. What? I'm giving you full score. Ten points. Ten out of ten. Alright. Ten out of ten from me. I dig it. <laughs> I don't know, you might want to look through some of his other uh, classics. No, I don't. Like uh, Lollipop uh, or Doggy Style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that Lollipop one. A good one. Yep. I remember the Lollipop one. And board. they all sound like what they're about. Uh, no, they're not. They're, everything <laughs> is an a insinuation of sex in, with this guy. Did you see yeah. a picture of him? Any of you? No, but All I'm right. going to Google it, because now I'm quite uh, <laughs> intrigued. Uh, kind of a weird-looking dude. Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. Uh, but what about really. you, Dilla? What is your score for Luke? See, my, there, are, there is one time ever that this song is appropriate. Right. And it's when everybody has a whistle. Yeah. Because it's the only <laughs> song that you've got something to do. You know, when you're in a massive crowd and you've got a whistle, this comes on, and you can whistle to it. That's its only redeeming feature. Mm. I'm giving it a I think that would be kind of annoying, madness. but uh, maybe not. Yeah, but if, you're, if you've got the whistle, you're all right. <laughs> you're like, you've got the nine from Dylan. you got a nine. Wow. Well, the highest score yet, 19. Wow. I'm looking at pictures of this guy right now, and I'd say he kind of looks like Ali G with weird contact lenses. <laughs> I was I was going to say that, or uh, white Craig David. Okay. <laughs> Although, actually, one of the photos, he looks really like a woman, but with a drawn-on, strange little goatee. What would you yeah, call that facial the... hair? It looks like somebody's just got uh, eyeliner a goatee, and just but it's a like thick pencil, line. It's a pencil. It's a pencil-thin goatee, is what it is, yeah. Well, now I'll recreate it later and put a picture up. <laughs> well, now it's my turn. Uh, I picked uh, a song from an album that I really like, actually. I like the album. No, actually, I'm not uh, at uh, all uh, uh, ironic. Okay. I, I, I really like this girl uh, from Canada. Um, I'm talking about Avril Lavigne. Uh, I, I, I never like hated any of her early material, like Skater Boy is okay song, Complicated yeah. is is a cool song. 
Like, I, I, I never understood the Avril Lavigne hate, to be honest. And I, I think I, I think she's underrated. But on uh, her last album from 2013, uh, she did one song that I don't like. And it's Hello Kitty. Have you heard this song, Tilly? Nope. Uh, I I have a huge problem with this song. I I freaking hate it. I I don't understand what it has to do on this album. I'm not going to ask Luke if he, he has heard it. Because I'm, yeah, no. He has never heard it. I heard Skater Boy maybe once when it was on MTV uh, back when MTV had music videos boy. on it. I see you later, boy. Da, na, 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 na. No, 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 no. It's it's not it's it's an okay song. It, it is honestly every time I see Avril Lavigne in like entertainment news or anything like that, I'm like, why is she still relevant to anything? But that's just. Do me. you know she, who she's married with? No. Shad Kroger. Okay. Do you know who Shad Kroger is? No. Do you know? <gasps> From Nickelback. Yes, she's married. Nickelback guy. Yes. Wow, it's like early 2000s bad all wrapped into one family. <laughs> it totally yeah. is. I think her ex-husband had a better name. Yes. Derek Wibley. Yeah, Derek Wibley. I, I remember. So you, Avril, Avril Wibley. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't mind her album called Avril Lavigne from 2013. If it didn't have this fucking song. So that is... Uh, the song of the week. Everyone, right. hello, kitty. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, what's next? Have you seen anything on TV? Uh, watch the last episode of Total Divas where they announced what's going to happen now they're not divas. And wanted to shoot myself in the face. I watched it too. Total... I want to talk a little about it as well. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, we've got Total Bell is coming up, which. <coughs> uh... um, also, Border Town. Mm. I didn't like it first episode, but now I've sort of I've ran out of things to watch, went back and watched it through. Why? And I found myself finding it funnier and funnier. No. Uh... I still, so I still don't think it's great. you got to remember, though, I loved the Cleveland show. Me too. Everybody hated it. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. I liked the Cleveland show. I did not mind it. No, I thought it was good. And um, a serious one was Louis Theroux drinking to oblivion. Oh. Where he talks to people oh. with the serious alcohol issues. It was so hard for me to watch. Yeah. My grandma, she died of uh, alcohol problems. Um, oh, I got reminded like how she she acted. Yeah. The the stomach pumping of that guy. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, when they were draining the fluid out of him. Mm-hmm. That yeah. It was really hard to watch. It was, and that guy that was the. 
the young guy. Oh, but he it was basically so good. he looked like he'd been drinking for years. Yeah. But he'd just been on a binge for like a month or something because his he girlfriend had left him. He looked so good at uh, at the end. Yeah. I was so happy for him. Oh, me too. I think Louis was as well. Yeah. Because he, you know, you could tell that you, you would get sucked in. You would, you do worry. Yeah. I mean, I've got the guy that lives above me is an alcoholic and a heroin addict. Yeah. And he's, I, I was well sucked in for the first, what, five years of me living here. I would do anything to help him. And, you know, because he was trying to sort himself out. He got himself clean. He was just drinking a bit and then he's oh. ended up back on it. But there's only, it's such a hard rope to walk yeah. because you don't you don't know how much you're actually helping them by helping them because oh. as that guy said you know he needed his family to just completely just back off and say no you're on your own oh. and then he had to do it for himself and that got him through but but uh, yeah i love louis and i i can't wait for his scientology movie i i really want to see that I don't know who's doing it, but yay! Yes, he has done it. It, uh, it, it's been in small releases. I can't wait to see it when it comes out. We're definitely going to talk about it when it comes out. Oh, my, you have to let me know when it comes out. Yeah, it's it's called My Scientology Movie. It by Louis Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, look, you wanted to talk Total Divas. I'm going to talk Total Divas soon. So, come on. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so, hopefully we don't spoil anything for Fro, since he's watching Total Divas. Um, hey! This, who made this me finale? Total Divas, you asshole. Dan did. It wasn't me. <laughs> yep, it was Dan, not me. But, uh, the, in this season finale, I guess it was kind of partly in the other, uh, one other episode, but, uh, uh what's her name? Uh, Rosa's boyfriend is an atheist in the show, and mm. in one episode, uh, Rosa's mother is, like, upset with him because he, he won't say grace with them, which is – that's, like, the worst kind of atheist. I want to just put that out there. That Somebody – if you're having somebody make dinner for you and you're like, I don't want to say grace because I'm an atheist, that's just rude. You know what I'm saying? Uh you can say grace with somebody and not believe in what you're saying. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's just rude not to do it. But So this guy is just rude. But in the season finale, uh, Rose's mother disowns them because uh, I believe it's because the kid – they won't baptize the kid. Uh, so yeah. there's a whole atheist storyline going on in Total Divas right now. I thought it was interesting to mention. Spoiled. And then the other thing I saw this week uh, – oh, uh, beginning of the new season of street outlaws which is the show i love to hate and love and hate <laughs> to love to hate and love and love yep but it's all right it's a, it's good but it's uh i think it maybe it's a, it's run its course a little bit so uh-huh. is this that one where they're racing in the street yeah it's yes. like it's a yeah. fake street street racing show um yeah you spoken about but it before, has some, it has some... to, the first like series were relatively legit and then yeah they sort of had to do it all it fake. does have some decent characters as far as like the people who are in it oh. so that's kind yeah. of what keeps me watching it's the interesting Far-truck characters but other than that a nation yeah it's kind of 
Yeah, these two guys who like make crazy inventions and are just wacky and yeah, uh, they they're interesting because they go around the streets and try to uh, trick people out of money by racing them. So interesting. So I watched Total Divas this week because Dan made me. <laughs> well, he, he challenged you. He sh- yeah. challenged me, so. I I know I did my challenge this week. Hint hint, wink wink, uh, Luke. Yep, I did, yep, yep. I did my challenge. <laughs> but yeah, I watched uh, the first two seasons of Total Divas because I loved it. I loved it. I'm <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally hooked. Totally. I'm sorry I've talked bad about Total Divas. I take it all back. I loved it. It was fantastic. And I think it's kind of funny because they find out like half into season one, they find out, oh shit, we're not doing it this way. We're doing it another way. (laughs) Right. And it made no sense at all. (laughs) I was like, oh. They're like, wait a second, we can't say wrestling's real in the show. Nobody's going to believe that in this reality show. This is a reality show we're making. We're saying wrestling is real. Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen the two first seasons. One of the best thing about the beginning of it is how the names they like call the Funkadactyls by their names in WWE and like change it partway through those seasons and their names become something completely different. It's that's really yeah. funny. Like I, I see people like I, I wonder where they are now. <laughs> like where is Brodus Clay now? What is Brodus Clay doing? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in TNA. But I know, he's in TNA. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm not aware of many more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, TNA is the best thing ever. Don't you know, uh, Teller? You see the tumbleweeds going across. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, look. What? You like when I see Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> Bro, well, no eating and talking on the podcast. But we're talking... No eating and talking at the same time. But we're talking about competitive eating. Unless you're a ventriloquist, you're not allowed to drink or eat while you're talking. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we covered 420 last week. It just seemed natural to cover competitive eating the next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. After you've been stoned, you have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've seen this Japanese guy that has the world record for eating sausages. Have have you seen him, Tilla? Like Is he, it just sausages or is it hot dogs with the hot, bun? Hot, yeah, hot, it's hot dogs. Hot dogs with buns, right. yeah. I think I've seen him, unless it's changed recently and there's yeah. a new guy that's faster. Oh, there's somebody who's faster, actually. Yeah. But, uh... He's talking about Kobayashi. I'm talking about okay. Kobayashi. Uh, and he just drops the food into his mouth. And it's just... It's almost like he doesn't eat it. It's so weird to look at. That's why, would you do it in the same way that... You know people that can down a pint of beer in like a second because they just open up their gullet and it just pours yes. down? Yes. 
Did they do that with the food? Yes. It's kind of like that, except they have to put it into small enough pieces that they can just swallow it really quick. Yeah. Yeah. So they do have to chew, but it's only like one bite swallow, one bite swallow. Yeah. It's super weird to watch. I'm kind of intrigued as to what happens later on, like the other end. (laughs) The other end? (laughs) Yeah, because if you've not chewed it and stuff, like... Uh, It depends, actually. It depends (laughs) on which... Some people... This is what I was looking up. Uh, Some people will let it go through their system. Some people uh, will purge after things like that, Uh, uh, meaning make themselves throw up. Uh, It's kind of frowned upon in the guess what we would you call it the eating community i guess i don't know what you call it but <laughs> it's frowned upon but as long as you do yeah as long as you don't do it during the competition because that would be a disqualification uh yeah. some people do do that so it but it like that's one of the things that's kind of the a black a, a black mark on the competitive eating world i guess you would say at least that's what i've from the research i've done uh people frown upon it so I'm looking it up right now. Hot dogs, 69 Nathan hot dogs in 10 minutes. The record is from a guy named Joey Jaws Chestnut. How? And this is on a website called MajorLeagueEating.com. Yep. Uh, and this is an actual federation called Major League Eating. And what um, is the other one called? Uh, All Pro Eating is and, another one. Uh, and, and their, website is, their website is CompetitiveEaters.com. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And what's the short for that? The APE. Yeah. So Eep. it's a. <laughs> well, I'm guessing they probably don't abbreviate it, but I had to for a length purpose on our our sheet. But yeah, that's what it, it's. The, it's a ape. So yeah. <laughs> I had so much fun with that. I can't. I can't tell you how much fun I had with that. I was like, is it really called ape? <laughs> Uh, Just imagining lots of fat monkeys. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, tell me, have you what? Have you ever like having an eating contest with someone? Um, I've done the dry cream cracker challenge with what somebody, where you both get cream crackers i don't know if you guys both have them just plain square crackers that you normally put butter on with cheese okay um uh, yeah like but they're, they're in sort of but they sound like they're salty oh. <laughs> they have these have like no flavor or taste really at all it's just wheat flour and i think eggs and water they're just little cracker things but yeah you have to try and eat as many as you can basically, and the other person has to do the same at the same time. You think it's really easy, but once you've got two in your mouth, it soaks up all of the saliva and you really can't do anything. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I think the record for that was something like, in our friend group, it was something like four and a half or five. That's the only kind of eating competition. Done a lot of competitive drinking. <laughs> But I always get drunk first, so even though I lose, I win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what did you think about like competitive eating before? Did you know it was a thing? Yeah, yeah. There's always some. There's always somebody that's either 
damaged themselves or done something, you know, a ridiculous amount of eating in one of these competitions to get it yeah. noticed by our media. Because there was that woman that drowned herself in a water drinking competition. Oh. Literally oh, drank right. she, that much water. She, yeah, she. Uh, you get Don't water in, for in your brain. Yeah. 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 Don't pee for a wee. It was when a wee was really big. I mm. remember it. But uh, yeah, what was you thinking about competitive eating? Because before you read anything about it, look. Uh. I mean, I guess I knew about things like the Nathan's Hot Dog Challenge in New York. I knew about that. Yeah. And then there's always like there's uh, before the Super Bowl every year they do some wing uh, like chicken wing eating contest. I've seen that. So those were kind of like the two things I had heard of. I didn't know that there were so many that there were actual leagues where these people are like they're in a league where they can't actually. They can't go and do like uh, food challenges other places because they're. It's like being in a basketball league. You're not allowed to go play basketball for some other company, basically. And so, uh, and these can, guys are sponsored by different food companies and things like that. So. And you can be proud, Tilly. There's a girl that's the uh, top first uh, food warrior. Her name Yay! in all in all all pro eating, yeah. Yeah. Her name is Molly Schuller. Schuller? Yeah. She sounds seen, like she's... That name's perfect. <laughs> I've she, seen videos of this lady on YouTube, and it's pretty amazing. She's thin. All of them are. Oh, that is yeah. one thing about... Uh, the. All the really good eaters are, like, really thin and in good shape. Uh, there's one lady... Uh, let, let me find her real quick. I think she's... Uh, her name's Nella Zisser, uh, I believe, and she's actually a, a model uh, from New Zealand, and she's one of the top and eaters in the world. Eater. <laughs> yes, uh, she's yes, number twenty-seven. Number twenty-seven on the major league eating site. Uh, if you want to see that. But uh, yeah, uh, I think like my favorite one uh, when it comes to name is Mike the really skinny Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the really skinny Hoffman. Yes. Which one is that on? <laughs> on uh, the competitive eaters uh, top Dark fourteen uh, warriors food warriors. Uh, oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's real skinny. There's a picture of him. I, I mean, know. But it's a cool He's not thing. fat. It's a yeah. cool name. <laughs> yeah, they do all... They all have, like, interesting... Uh, I, they're kind of like names that you would give a boxer or, like, an MMA fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's this yeah, guy, Jamie the Bear names. McDonald. And yeah. David Tiger Wings and things Bron- Brunelli. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you seen uh, things. Oh my gosh. Meredith, deep fried diva, box birch? <laughs> what? She's a deep fried diva. Oh my god. I like number tw- number 21 on Major League Eating, Crazy Legs Contini. <laughs> this guy's. And he's got like a top hat and dreadlocks. Very interesting looking guy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, uh, there's uh, there is like leagues. Like, this is this is considered. And sorry for saying this, is this a sport? I mean, if you have leagues, uh, then yeah, it's a sport. 
Is it though? Yeah. Is it not just a, a hobby? Is it as much sports as? Uh, from what I've read is? on it, if you if you, you go to different places, they they have to do two weeks of training before they do some of these uh, contests. So uh, this guy Joey Chestnut, who's the guy who won the or who has the record for hot dogs, he he begins training several months before an event. Uh, and they usually what it what it has to do with is stomach elasticity. So what they yeah. do is they would eat a lot of things like salad and vegetables and a lot of water. So it's low calorie, but they're stretching their stomach out beforehand. Uh, and so it, it's a lot of training your stomach. And then you have to kind of train to kind of push past the pain of your brain saying, hey, you've eaten too much. Uh, <laughs> so there it. is training and everything that goes into this. And, and I'm assuming to stay skinny, you probably have to work out a lot as well. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they all, are all not skinny, like Ben Martinez. That's number forty-four on the list. He's not right, skinny. but he is. He's yeah. It seems like the ones in the top rankings are, are all skinny, and then the ones lower down are not so much. Yeah. Um. So the, maybe the I, highest. You know, the highest on the major league eating that's a uh, woman is called Sonia the Black Widow Thomas. <laughs> no, there's a uh, there's Mika Sudo. Oh, that's number three. Mika Sudo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think that she's got a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, it's a little yeah. hard to tell from this picture. I guess uh, we say number one on here is Matt Megatoad Stony, uh, which I've seen some of his some of his YouTube videos, and this guy. Uh, he's pretty amazing as well. Like you watch them do these eating challenges and stuff, and it's like, it's really impressive. Like I saw one he did where you know The Rock had like the, the cheat meal. There was it was like kind of online for a while about how he had this cheat meal uh, that he would eat every day when he was doing some movie, and this guy ate it all in one sitting. What what Rock was eating to work out and get really big over a whole day, he just sat down and ate it in one sitting. So. Kind of impressive. That is pretty impressive. Well, but yeah, they do so stuff like, like uh, that, though. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, they they do stuff like that at um, bars and restaurants and things and pubs around here, where they have a right. So I guess one of the rules is the when you're in one of these leagues, you're not allowed to do those. So there yeah. are people who are kind of um, freelance eaters that do those kind of challenges. <laughs> That's uh, I me. Saw I'm a, guy a freelance online. eater. Uh, yeah, there's a guy online. Uh, he's got a website. His name is Randy Santelli, and it, he's got a website called foodchallenges.com, and he just goes around to different countries and finds restaurants that uh, have food challenges, and he ha he's basically made a database of all restaurants and what their food contests are and where they are so people can go on this website and find them and, and do them. Tilly. Um, wow. Tilly. Yes, Fro? We are going to have a little competition here. Um, okay. You're not allowed to go to the to the uh, competitiveeaters.com records, okay? Okay. How fast or okay? How many pieces of bacon do you think the uh, the uh, man has eaten in five minutes? Is the record? What is the record? Uh, pieces of bacon, Piece? as in like American a strip of crispy bacon. 
Yeah. Uh, you'd assume it's American, yeah. 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 Uh, 150. Luke? Um, 149. Just to I, split I, the odds. I, I think it is just a little too low. Because it says 54, 54 pieces of bacon in five minutes. Wouldn't you be able to eat 54 yeah. pieces of bacon? Consider if somebody did 60, what was it, 60 something. Um, five minutes is not really that dogs. long. But 50. Yeah, but if they could do 64 big hot dogs in 10 minutes, yeah. then surely you could do at least that in bacon strips in half the time. Yeah. I don't know what you're looking at, but what I'm looking at here on MajorLeagueEating.com, 182 strips of Smithfield bacon, five minutes, Matt Megatoad Stoney. I'm looking at bacon by Mark Lyle, the hunt human vet- vacuum. So you're looking at all pro eating? Yes. Okay, so maybe they're not... At, I think that is kind of like the lower leagues where major league eating is maybe ah. the more high-level eaters. Okay, I guess. but how many pounds of apple pie in six minutes, uh, Luke, first? Pounds? Pounds, is that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a weird quantity of pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, uh, there's uh, uh-huh, pounds and... I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. oh, pounds. Yes. I guess five, five pounds. Okay. Uh, nine pounds four ounces. Whoa! Whoa, that's close. Nine pounds. <gasps> really? Eight ounces in six minutes. <laughs> in oh six my. minutes. That is, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, they all they pie. have that they have apple pie on major league eating as well, and it says four point three in eight minutes. So. I guess it just depends on what kind of food. Uh, there are different people who are faster at different kinds of food, I guess. Okay. Uh, one thing about it is, I guess, there are different kinds of competitions. So I guess there's, like, how fast you can eat. So they'll have a time limit, how many of something, or how much of something you can eat in a time limit. But then there's also, say, you had five pounds of food. How fast can you eat that five pounds of food? Right. So it's kind of quantity yeah. versus speed. Um, so there are different, there's different kinds of competitions for different kinds of food. Different, different categories of stuffing your face. Okay. Let's oh, this, do, this is gross. But, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, bro. Let's do one final one. Uh, let's do the traditional Norwegian dish, dish, lutefisk. <laughs> How many pounds? Pounds? Oh my gosh. Of lutefisk. Uh, uh, two, of two what? pounds, I guess. Of lutefisk. What's that? It's a traditional Norwegian. It's fermented fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> How many pounds, Tilly? <laughs> Three. How many did you say, uh, uh, Luke? Two. I said two. 9.5 pounds. What? How long? How, in how long? In six minutes. Wow. God. I guess they were just dumping, like, the whole can in their mouth and swallowing it. 9.5 pounds. Almost 10 pounds. Can you say where this is from? What is the name of this uh, competition? 2012 Spring Grove 
What does that say, bro? Seventh May in National Lutefisk Eating Competition. Okay. Nine. I thought this one. This one's interesting. How how many? I'll do this one for you guys. How many pounds of butter in Major League eating do you think were eaten in five minutes? Oh, butter. Uh, seven. Uh, I was gonna say seven, but I'll say. Nine point two. No, it says uh, seven quarter pound sticks. So I guess that'd be one point seven five pounds in five minutes. Oh. So not that much. Oh, not that Butter's much. probably a little heavy on the stomach to just be eating by itself. That's gross, though. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just melt it and drink it? Do another one. Do another one. Do another one. Okay. Uh, let me just kind of scroll down at random and find. Okay, how many? Uh. Huevos rancheros. How much huevos rancheros in 10 minutes? In pounds? Yep, in pounds. Hot food. Uh, six. Uh, seven. It's 7.75 pounds. Wow. This, is on, this was on major league eating. So yeah. That's what I'm going off. Yeah. <laughs> and their sponsor is Hooters, by the way. <laughs> one of their spots. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, would you be good at speed, quantity, or stunt eating, Tilly? Oh, we didn't um, talk about stunt eating. Oh, yeah, what's stunt Yeah, what's eating? stunt eating? <laughs> Tell me about that, Luke. Uh, I guess if you go online and you kind of look, it's not really a competition, but pe- there's guys, like, online that do YouTube videos. Uh, like, there's one guy named the LA Beast. And they they eat stuff that's weird. So let's like he'll uh, this is the guy I think I told you one time he ate uh, two jars of uh, what's that Australian uh, spread that you put on oh, yeah. toast? Uh, Vegemite. Vegemite. Yeah. Vegemite. Yeah. He just he just Ugh. right out of the jar he ate two things of mm. it. Or I seen this guy eat a, a a whole cactus just straight off, just mm-hmm. bite right into the cactus and eat it. Uh, so it's kind of weirder stranger things uh i saw him one time get into a vat of uh ice water and try to eat as many chicken wings as he could eat before he had to get out of the vat of ice water so uh yeah i would (laughs) totally that (laughs) i would not be good at that i i think i would be good at quantity i'm a huge man big right i think it has a lot to do with your like i said with this uh how you take carry your stomach and uh, kind of stretching your stomach and things like yeah. that. I, I'm not good at speed. I'm good at quantity, I think. What about you, Luke? Uh, I... Uh, yeah, I would probably be alright at speed. I think, for me, it would be, like, after 30 minutes of eating or whatever, that's when it really kicks in, like, you can't eat anymore. So, I'd say probably speed. Yeah. So, are there any dangers about this? No, it couldn't be any dangers about this, could it? I'm sure there's a million. Could it? Really? In fact, yeah, there's quite a lot of things. If you Google competitive eating, uh-huh. you get a lot of... I'm so, like I said, one of the things. things that I said about was uh, the purging, which yeah. can, obviously, if you're just uh, vomiting on, like... Uh, you're gonna. It could cause ulcers. 
it's bad for your teeth, obviously, and uh, bad for your stomach to be doing those kind of things to your stomach. Uh. <coughs> but I want you to to, uh, to read what it says on Wikipedia uh, under dangers there, Tilly. Do you need the link? Oh, give me one second. So I was looking at an entirely different one. No, it's okay. I guess the one thing it's yeah, here, uh, like a criticism <laughs> of, of it is kind of, uh, I guess, obviously, this is a little bit um, gluttonous, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, as a sport, uh, as far as gluttony goes, I don't think there's anything that goes beyond this. Uh, nope. and that could kind of be seen as something uh, bad to most people, I guess. Mm hmm. But I, I want. Wait, it's just. I want. I want to uh, to tell it to read the the link uh, the the dangers. On Wikipedia's uh, competitive eating thing. Yeah. I'm very close now. If I can spell competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I I send you the link. Oh, did you? It's on Skype. Where? On Skype, where we are it recording. It wasn't just a second ago. I just I just went there. I, there's no, uh, not there. well, there's another one. There's the Wikipedia. Luke is so deleting all this. I'm not actually, but I, I could read it right now if you want me to, because I have it. Up. I think I'm you sure, should. I'm assuming the pro it has it up. All. Okay, read it then. Uh, the potential damage that a competitive eating can cause to the human digestive system was a subject of a 2007 study by the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, the study observed professional eater Tim Janis, who ate 36 hot dogs in 10 minutes uh, before doctors intervened. He it was concluded that through chain, training, Janis Janice's stomach failed to have normal muscle contractions, uh, a function which transfers food from the stomach down to the digestive tract. But uh, uh, what happened in October 2012? Uh, down here at the bottom, uh, a 32-year-old man died while eating live roaches and worm, worms to win a python. Uh, oh, my he, God. The autopsy revealed that he choked to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and July 4th, 2014, a uh, competitive eater similarly choked to death during a hot dog eating contest. So, I mean, I choking to death, that cases... seems like a pretty obvious problem for this kind of thing yep haven't there been cases where people have done this with like locusts and things though and they haven't been dead fully when they go down i'm sure there's been at no least idea. one occurrence somewhere i've heard it might not have been a competitive it might have just been people eating weird stuff maybe but yeah maybe this a lot of bugs you have to make sure you've crushed them and killed them dead before they're down Back to food, uh, yeah, so competitive eating. Uh, it's not healthy, don't do it. A man versus food is a horrible, horrible show that I watch, but I love it. <laughs> That's not on TV anymore, is it? I thought that oh. guy stopped doing that show. Oh, I, I, like, Should he, he explode? Yeah, I thought I saw that he like gained like 200 pounds doing that show, and so they stopped because they thought it was dangerous for him to keep doing it. Oh, I'm on the way. Wait, they can't just... It'd be like a really long slow snuff movie right yeah. slowly watch him eat himself to death over all the series 
By the way, one of the competitive eaters have the name Eric Denmark, and I think that's funny. <laughs> yep. Okay. And he's born in America. So, uh, let's move on. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Luke, we want to talk about movies. Have you seen a movie? Uh, yeah, I saw two movies. I first one I saw was what Fro challenged me to last week, <laughs> Risen. Uh, which I thought it wasn't that bad, really. Thank uh, you. I guess. Uh, I mean, it was kind of like an action movie. Yeah. But set in biblical time, basically. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it was all right. The uh, the acting was all right. It was a little weird. The story was kind of like. Where are they going with this as far as, like, the Roman goes uh, towards, like, halfway through it? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's terrible. I wouldn't oh. watch it again, but there you go. But it's, and then the other one. It's good. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I, I have a question. How, what did you think about the, the actors in this? Yeah, I just said the acting was good. Yeah, the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised by the good acting in this. Well, it had a lot of really good actors in it, so oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the ratings didn't do that great. It got, like, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's kind of... Mm. It was an under-the-radar film, probably, but yeah. I don't. it doesn't look like it probably had that huge of a bud, budget. There's a lot of green screen stuff in this. Oh, and, yeah. And things oh, like that. A lot of green screen. But I, the one thing I liked about it is it never got too... Uh, Religious. For a Jesus movie, it never got Jesus too Jesus-y. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't all about the crucifixion and trying to make you cry the whole time about that. It was a lot of interesting stuff uh, going on there. But yeah, the other movie I saw is the new uh, documentary "Where to Invade Next." Oh, uh, I'm so happy that you saw that because I saw that also this week. Yeah, the Michael Moore documentary. Yep. Uh, what did you think? We'll I start with you, and I'll go next. I freaking loved it. I found it. I enjoyed it as well. It was really good. Uh, I didn't like the ending. I thought the ending was a little bit weird, and I yeah. didn't know why they ended it where they ended it. Yeah. But uh, other than fun. that... Uh, it, it, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was very Michael Moore formulaic. Yeah. Like, his movies are all the same formula, and this was no different. So. And was it fun to see Norway? Right, and they even talked about uh, the mass murder guy that we just talked about in the news. Um, <laughs> in this documentary, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. There's a nice little link. Yeah, but uh, you should really watch that. Uh, tell me where to. What's my it favorite. Called? Where to invite uh, ne- next? Right. And it's a Michael Moore documentary. I really like the part where they go to France and they yes. show <laughs> the kids' lunches from America yes. to the French yeah. kids, and they're like, "What is that?" Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what that thing is right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Tilly, have you seen the movie? I don't think I have in these past however many millions of weeks. Oh, it feels it feels forever. But now you're back. Yay! Yay. To impart all my no, I've not read anything, not watched anything, not done anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Luke stole my uh, movie. Uh, the only movie I watched this week was Where to Invite. Invade. 
invade next. Yeah. Uh, I was that no. I I saw a ESPN film uh, called Fantastic Lies, and it was really good. I I don't especially like sport, but ESPN film from 2016 about. Uh, some uh, guys that was accused f- of rape that they didn't do. Mm. Yeah, it was really interesting. But I, I didn't know ESPN had films, so that's me. Well, it's a bit of a strange connection. Yeah. And now we are going to see the movie trailer for The Huntsman Winter's War. I hate it when there's such long, big, uh, like green thing. Yeah. Well, they always do. Uh, this is for all audiences. Uh, they could just do the color. That was a plate on the wall, not a mirror. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> she froze all the fox gloves. If it's a fairy tale you're hoping for, prepare yourself. I haven't seen this before. Nope, me neither. This is so cool. You will train. You will harden. This is definitely not the trader I've seen. You will become my huntsman. The mirror's power. Sort of Game of Thrones meets Maleficent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, oh she's what riding. What bear is that? I think it's supposed to be a polar bear. That was a weird polar bear. Yeah. I could not agree more. Like, I love Charlotte's Throne. She's so pretty. That is the craziest game the pickup sticks binder I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> is it not good? I guess so. Maybe, yeah. Is this Frozen? <laughs> the movie? I think it's a bit of Frozen live action. Yeah. yeah. But it has got Chris Helms in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Yeah, she's being Ella. No, she's being Ella. I thought she was being Raphael from uh, Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Oh, she just beat Robin Hood there. Hello, Huntsman. Hello. Don't you think the silvery bad princess queen princess. Don't you think she really looks far too much like the Khaleesi from Game yes. of Thrones? Yes. What are you gonna do? Like to the nth degree. Yep. I think they're trying to go for that. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. It's a little jarring to see him go from the outside shots to the green screen shots. It's a little jarring, but yeah. So that was The Huntsman, Winter's War. What is this movie all about, Luke? Right, so I didn't pull up the thing in time, so I'm going to buy myself some 
time by just talking here. Betrayed by our evil sister, Robin is played by Charlize Theron. Heartbroken Freya, played by Emily Blunt, retreats to the Northern Kingdom to raise an army of huntsmen as her protectors. Hmm. It's got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oops. Not good. And a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It has 27 fresh uh, rating and 136 rotten. (laughs) 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 This is not a liked movie. No. My uh, review is from the Detroit News. Mirror cracked in a dual Huntsman Winter's War. And it begins like this. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Was there anybody asking for a prequel to Snow White and the Huntsman? And hey, Mirror, while you're at it, was it uh, your idea to cut out Snow White and just leave the Huntsman? (laughs) (laughs) However it happened, here's uh, the Huntsman Winter's War, a uh, lifeless slog through events that led us up to a 2012 hit uh, movie. Or maybe it's slug around them, as Snow White is talked about uh, plenty on the screen, but Christian Stewart is nowhere to be seen. Perhaps the mirror offered her some sound career device. (laughs) 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 Here we catch up with Charlize Theron as evil queen Ravina and her sister Queen Freya, Emily Brandt. Where, uh, whose ability to manipulate ice and snow will be familiar to anyone that has seen Frozen, like I said. Freya has win manly anti-love and forbids it in her uh, kingdom. So when Eric, Chris Hemsworth, and Sarah, Jessica, Castine, two soldiers that she's risen since childhood, to be her loyal army, fall in love, Freya chase uh, them uh, from her kingdom. Hornswordly, only showing glimpse of his self-effacing uh, charm, has no spark with uh, Shiston. They are locked in forced tug war of most of the, for, uh, the film. They are joined on the journey back to the kingdom by two dwarves, Nick Frost and Rob Bryden, who are comic relief to what uh, Tauron is most of the film, notably absent. Director Cedric Nicholas Tryon working with special effects that barely would have passed muster 20 years ago, can't even mask the movie nagging lack of necessity. At least now we have the question to who's the dullest franchise of them all? (laughs) Great plus D plus from Detroit News by Adam Graham. So that was my review. He didn't like it. No, see, I found a couple on Rotten Tomatoes that were uh, pretty short, but all sort of say the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's Tim Air, number one. Tim Air! Give it two stars. Yes, yeah, about double M-E-H as well. 
said, unfortunately, the kind of movie that you should wait to see for free through a streaming service. Mm. Not worth the price of admission, dull, slow-moving story, stereotypical, shallow characters, and a very dumb ending. I feel writing such a negative review, but it is what it is. And the guy underneath him, Elias R. Carbajal, that's an interesting try and pronunciation. Mm-hmm. This movie was a desperate attempt to be entertaining, but was a horrible fail. Even the acting needed help. Best way I can describe it, it was like an abortion in slow motion. Where in the end, no one was happy, but we were all <laughs> grateful it was over. This is a must-wait for TBS or TNT. <laughs> That's not kind. No, and he gave it two stars. Wow. The person underneath it only gave it half. Small. And just put, it was so predictable, I wouldn't recommend. It's a shame because I had high hopes for this film. Yeah. <laughs> like everything with Charlize Theron in it, I have to watch. I love her. Uh, she, She's the bird from that advert that always does my head in. Okay. That stupid Dior advert with all the gold. I have cannot been... be doing with a face after that. Uh, what? Yeah, you have to show me. <laughs> I'll uh, show you, not going to annoy you with it. Yeah, please. Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, yeah, so I went to YouTube. I got a review from somebody named Natty S. Somebody. And she says, it's neither a prequel nor a sequel. It's just another tale prolonged with long gold and silver gowns, along with the delivery of some dull dialogue. Maybe at the playback speed of negative one X by the two sisters. I wish there was more action and less seductive voices. So she didn't like it either. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I still want to see it, and that's kind of funny. I still... There's a lot of people saying the special effects are brilliant. Right. Oh, it's really From what I've stuff, seen on, but... online, a lot of people are saying that this was a movie just made to take people's money. So, there you go. That's yeah. what I've seen from Oh, it. I'm definitely not ever, ever going to pay for it. Right. I, I want to see it. So. Um, I'm moving this a little up. Uh, let's do the payback prediction. Oh, Alright, let's my... do them really fast so we can... Uh, just get them out of the way because we're just going to do picks and we're not going to do a lot of other talking about the payback yeah, uh, pay-per-view. Before so. we do that, uh, Tilly has to uh, tell us, uh, since she won the last competition, what we are talking uh, about in a segment of Let's Talk Then. No, another she won WrestleMania. <laughs> Another digital citizen. I, I forgot what, what podcast I was doing there for yeah. two seconds. Yeah. I, do you know what? I can't, I can't think of a decent topic. I know I've had a while to think about it, but I forgot that I'd won and had to think about it. Okay. Think <laughs> think, think about right. it. You have to do that. Yeah. While well, we do these predictions. Yeah. While well, we do these predictions. So uh, the winner is going to win. Uh, a topic on another digital citizen like we did last time. All right, sounds good to me. So, uh, Tilly, you're writing this down? Yep. Okay. So, Kalisto versus Ryback in the pre-show match. I'm going to go with Kalisto. Fro? Kalisto. Uh, I want to say Kalisto as well, but I'll say Ryback because it was different. Ooh. 
All right, next we're going to go to uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah, uh, Baron Corbin, yep. I'm going the same with that. Oh, I think Corbin, too. Yeah, because it's his first pay- real pay-per-view. Yeah. And they want to show... All right, and then uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I have a problem with this, actually. Don't pick me first. All right, I guess I'll uh, go with... I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Kelly? And... Uh, this one's really hard. It is really hard. Uh, Sami Zayn, I think they might. Yeah, I'm going with Tilly. Sami Zayn. I think he's going to get the push. Yeah. All right. Next, we're going to go with Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. I don't know why we're having this match, but I'm going to go with uh, (laughs) Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Me too. A all across the board. (laughs) All right. I guess we'll go next to the number one contender match for the tag team championships. Uh, Enzo and Cass versus the Vaudevillains. Did I'll go bro. first on this. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love Enzo and Cass. Yeah. I love them. I'm not fully sold on the Ford Villains yet. The the only yeah. problem with with picking them is that they are not heel, and then we will have face against face. So. Right. Because of that, I'm picking yeah. villains. I'm also picking Vod villains. They need more build-up for the villains before they came in. They just brought them in and didn't do any build-up, so that was bad. Yeah, but like for yeah a, it was. They're heel. Then we... So, next uh, singles match for the Women's Championship, uh, Charlotte versus Natty. Please, dear wrestling god. <laughs> Please make it Natty. Please. Please, god. Prove that Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Charlotte because I think that's what it's gonna be. So I'm going with Natty because I think as she's been around for so long and she's getting on, they've changed it back to the women's belt. I think they're gonna let her have it at least once yeah. and then put her back on, back on the side for jobbing. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe she'll just hold it to till we can get it on one of the NXT girls. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess not anymore, Sasha but get uh, it. Sasha or something, yeah. Yeah. So next we have the Intercontinental Championship, uh, Miz versus Cesaro. Cesaro, 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 <laughs> Cesaro, Cesaro. How much do we love Cesaro? I'm gonna go rip off suit. <laughs> I kind of wish they made it so that he could wrestle in the suit. Yeah. But that's just me. Yes. And he's kind of stealing well, a gimmick from the guys in WCWC because uh, they had rip-off suits way before he did. Uh, the uh, the gentleman tag team in WCWC, so. Yeah. Maybe they could sue him. <laughs> Get some extra cash. Probably not. Uh, I'm guessing they wouldn't win. They could, they could sue him. They probably wouldn't win. Yeah. But I'm going to go with The Miz. Yeah, sadly, I'm going with The Miz as well. I'll go with Cesaro because I don't want the Miz to keep it. I don't think it suits him. <laughs> I agree with that. 
But uh, how sexy is Maurice now? Oof. Oof. She's she's yeah, got she's, nice she's thighs. Attractive, but she can't talk. I mean, she, yeah, she on the mic she's that great, and and that's what they have her there for is to be on the mic. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little weird. But especially when Miz do we, is do such we really a good need talker. two Lanas? <laughs> right? Yeah. I just think it's. We have Lana. It, I think they're totally screwed up, and they don't know how wrestling works because <laughs> yeah. they're like, "Wow, we have this guy. He's like one of our best guys on the mic. Let's bring in somebody who uh to, to talk on the mic for him because yeah. that's yeah. what we need. Like, I know. if anybody needs somebody like her, it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. He needs somebody to talk on the mic for him. Yeah. So going. Saying that, uh, last match of this pay-per-view, Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles for the championship. I'm having a really hard time uh, predicting this, and I think that's super weird that it's this hard to predict. Because, like, Roman Reigns doesn't deserve it. AJ Styles really doesn't deserve it. Uh, I think Bullet Club... Well, obviously, it's going to have something to do with the Bullet uh, Club AJ Styles team. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to call them yeah. yet. It's a bullet club. And then, yeah, it's the bullet club. Yeah. So, this is super hard to predict, actually. I say Roman Reigns. I have a theory. Okay. What's your theory, Tilly? Well, just the, the obvious. Um, Roman's going to win because the bullet club are going to come and try and help AJ. Yeah, and they um, can all cock it all up. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's something for them to... I think there's a chance he could join them, or either that or, or your Ooh. scenario. Even better. Roman Reigns uh, uh, joined the Bullet Club. Right, yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because they came in and they're all trying to chum it up with AJ, and then it turns out that the whole time Roman brought them in to get on AJ's side so that they, they could screw him over, you know? That's, that's it actually that would be a good story. It'd be, yeah. be good for Roman to to proper turn, if he can. Yeah. But uh, just to be <laughs> front, I'm going the other way and saying AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Right. I do like AJ. I, I like him. I like his wrestling. Uh... Do we want to predict who um, Winston McMahon is going to set in charge for Raw? Uh, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. They made it. Yeah, he's announcing it, isn't he? Yeah, he's announcing it on on the pay per view. If it's going to be Stephanie and company. Well, then obviously, if he's. If they've said it's going to be Stephanie or Shane and he's announcing it, it means it's going to be somebody else. Yes. That's what that means. Yes. So that's my pick. Somebody else. You're picking somebody else. I'm picking Shane. Stella? Uh, I think it'll be Shane, but he'll put Steph on SmackDown or something so they can just keep competing against each other. Yeah, we will see. It's going to be an interesting thing. If you want to join us, you're always welcome to do that on on Skype. I'm sadly going to watch this as well. <laughs> See, I really can't watch them live. They're, it starts too late and ends too late. Hey, I'm an hour after Fro you. Fro is an hour later. Oh, yeah. I know. This is I'm, what I'm totally couldn't do it if I was in Norway. 
And that's All you gotta do is take a nap in the middle of the day. What I do. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> what I that's do, what Fro does. Yeah, what I do is is uh, is uh, uh, um, combining of not working and sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm like with sleeping. If I have a nap, that's it. I'm asleep. Yes. And I miss everything. Uh, I know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> We, we we said every segment of that episode we said and Tilly we have to be quiet because Tilly we made <laughs> yeah right episode. you should listen to it Tilly. I did I listened to that one actually did you yeah I did I listened back I like because I liked the joke thing yeah and I spent today with my dad but I forgot to get him to write down the jokes that he keeps saying because he's got a joke about Thor. And as soon as I said that your dad was called Thor, he's like, oh, have you told him your joke yet? I can't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> it's really long. It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Okay. But yeah. now you have to pick your segment. Oh, you guys distracted me with wrestling. Oh. Um, you can wait till next week. Unbutted. I mean, we're not in a huge rush. I say wait till next oh. week. Think of something good. And then we'll talk about it next week. My good thing. It was kind of correlating to last week because I didn't get to be on the 420 episode right okay so i didn't get to talk anything about the um, benefits of thc and cbds and things and all the different aspects on well, it yeah we really didn't talk about marijuana at all all we talked about was the for, the term 420 so do you mind oh. do you know what i really don't mind talking about marijuana actually let's make that a topic yeah all right that will be our topic I've... we'll find a week to fit that in after the yeah. show Awesome. Right. There's a good little documentary that will go with it as well. Cool. Cool. Uh, we'll make that part of the segment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You can pick whatever you want to, Tilly. That's the. Yay. But uh, I, I'm just, I'm just a little uh, worried. Uh, how many matches do we have that are different, so we can't be on the same score? Oh, that's a good point. Right. We didn't do that many that were the same. Maybe one or two. When you can, you can look at it. Yeah, there's only two. There's yeah. um, Ziggler and Corbin. We all said Corbin. And Ambrose and Jericho. We all said Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Right. That's it. And those seem pretty obvious, so. Yeah. Yeah. Except but, uh, that Jericho won at WrestleMania. Yes, so. because we, we are so good at predicting things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Uh, the path. Uh, tell me, have you seen anything about the, this? I heard that Aaron Paul was doing a new show. Yeah. And then completely forgot that it was happening at all. And then watched this episode because I knew you were going to talk about it in detail. What and got quite confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'd have had time, I would have watched the four before it. <laughs> but, you know, even the previously on didn't catch me up. <laughs> It's like, what? What? But yeah. uh, this episode is called The Hold. Hmm. I wonder why. So, uh, we are now talking about the path, episode 5. So, we begin uh, with Aaron Paul, or Eddie, as we call him, digging a hole in the ground. And uh, this is a huge hole. And uh, when he looks back, he sees his wife kissing a cow. They are 
embracing each other. And he turns around and is shaking his head. And he turns back and he sees that Cal is standing there without his wife. Well, I think it was pretty obvious that it was a vision because his wife is wearing a nightie and they're in the yeah. middle of the woods. So, well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, Cal says, you saw something, didn't you? Uh, then we see Eddie uh, getting into the car after... Um, um, uh, digging the hole, and he has uh, gotten a call from Sarah, his wife. Um, then we see Hawk uh, laying in the grass on a blanket with a lot of leaves uh, upon him. And Which is hilarious, because last week he totally said, put maple leaves on them, and then we cut to the scene, and yeah. the two of them are lying in the grass, and they're covered in maple yeah. leaves. I thought it was... <laughs> funny but also i have a question how cold would it be at night uh depends on what time of year it is so it is we don't hot. know what time of year it is. Uh, we know because it's it's after summer it's autumn oh yeah i guess it's fall but it depends on what part yeah, of the country in they're leaves. in the northeast yeah it could it, i mean it depends it it could be uh, nice enough that they're in jackets and stuff that they would be able to sleep through it. I was Plus like, they were in a kegger, so they're really drunk, so they probably just passed out. Wouldn't they freeze to death, was my question. Uh, it's not Norway. Oh, I don't so. know. <laughs> it's not Norway? Fuck you. Hey. But even here, I mean, it gets freezing here, but I've seen a yeah. guy asleep in a garden in a dress okay. for the whole night and be alright in the morning. <laughs> then we have some awkward kissing uh, between, uh, oh, you have to help me, look. Mary. And. Wow, we don't know this guy's name. No. Mary and uh, the, am I allowed to call him the black guy? Because he's uh, the only. Yeah, uh, what, he was the guy that was doing flyer the flyers with her. Yeah, so, and yeah, they are about sex, so. Really not, and he's not important to the story at this point, so. No, I don't think he's ever going to be important for the story, to be honest. No, that's why I don't think we need to really name him, so. The black guy. <laughs> so, Hawks comes home and he tries to, uh, kind of, uh, what do you call, what do you call it? Like, like. Sneak, sneak in. into the house? Sneak in, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you see that everybody has been super worried for him. And uh, they ask him where he has been, and he doesn't want to tell anybody. And then the Asian girl that we talked about in the last episode, she kind of um, she kind of uh, tells on me, tells tells on him. I can't speak. Uh, she snitches. She snitch. She's a snitch. But uh, how how sexy is Aaron Paul when he's dirty? I think he's pretty when he's dirty. I like him. Better. I think he's pretty anyway. Oh, he's pretty anyway. <laughs> house on Haunted Hill. One of the best ones is not House on Haunted Hill. Last House on the Left. He yeah. gets very dirty in that. Oh yeah. He's... I just thought it was funny that nobody. <laughs> In this, nobody at any point during this conversation goes, "Hey, why are you all covered in mud and dirt all over your face?" Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Nobody <laughs> asked him. Yeah. It's what? just like they're all too worried about Hawk to be like, hey, Eddie, what the hell, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Um, yeah. Uh, then we see the policeman, uh, the FBI guy, uh, right. with his wife and daughter. Uh, and I'm guessing it's a daughter because she's completely dressed in pink. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's why I think it's a daughter. I don't know. Like I, I never know sex of la- of 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 uh, babies. Babies. Yeah. Uh, believe me, they like, like when ki- people have babies. If you don't put pink or something on it, people will automatically say the wrong thing a lot of the time. Oh, so. I'm so. They say that. People do it even Not if you, you do the color. <laughs> Sorry. People get confused even if you do like my my nephew was really pretty as a baby. Yeah. Still cute as a button now, but yeah, he was very pretty and he'd be in boys' clothes in a blue pushchair with a blue blanket and a blue hat. Oh, isn't she gorgeous? Aww. It's a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Actually, I didn't mention it, but this week my sister had a baby girl. I didn't mention oh, that. Yet. Congratulations. Hey! Yep. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go up there and see it in a couple days. So. Aww. Yay! Yay! What's Do your the... uncle thing. What's the name? Yep, I got two nieces already uh, from my brother, and I have a nephew, but uh, this is another niece. So. What's the name? Yeah. Uh, Scarlet. Ooh, I like that. Yep. Like yeah. Scarlet O'Hara. I guess so. <laughs> I'm not really to... sure where they came up with it, but. Probably Maybe spot. she was really red when she was born. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, me, I mean, it's very possible. Uh, they probably came up with it before, but she did. She was born 10 days early, so it's possible she was. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's a little... Oh. Oh. Babies. But back to the path. Sorry. Side. Oh, I Side. Baby. Get back on the path. <laughs> I want a baby. You want a baby? You heard it yeah. here? You heard it here? Hmm. Oh, he knows, but we're not doing that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Got a while before that happens. It's going to happen at some point. I want it to happen now, but not yet, because I want to still drink and stuff. (laughs) I want a baby, but I don't want it inside me and have the responsibilities for it. (laughs) Yeah, not not just yet. I can hold off my broodiness until, you know, I'm ready to stop drinking and stuff. Yep. <laughs> That's why she's still a virgin. Um, yep. Yep. Um, we... <laughs> so, <laughs> the policeman puts, puts uh, his baby and his wife in a in, uh, taxi. Um, so, uh, then we see Cal uh, out of his shower and uh, he sees the super rich uh, guy that uh, in two episodes ago tried to get his son into treatment and he informs Cal that uh, he uh, his son was uh, abducted more or less to go to the country I forgot. Peru. 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 Right. And I mean, abdu- abducted is kind of hard to say because he did go with his mother. Right. So. But the the rich guy has kind of like a, what would you call him, a, a heavy, like a, an odd job kind of character that's there, like, backing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
then we see uh, the policeman uh, visiting Alice. Uh, the woman Allison's. that yeah that uh, gave added information about Mayans. And what are you eating, Tilly? Because it's making a lot of noise. Sorry. You're eating toffee. <laughs> I was just trying to really slowly unwrap something. It's okay. Uh, slower doesn't help. <laughs> the mute button helps. That's what helps. <laughs> I heard Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> That's my friend Russell. Yeah, Russell Brands. <laughs> yeah. He's here. He's here. But yeah, so um, we see that uh, he wants to talk to her, and he gets to interview her, her about uh, her experience. Did you find it? It seems like he didn't ask her enough questions. It was like I agree. D- wouldn't there be a lot more questions to ask this lady? But then he's just kind of like, "All right, that's cool. I'm out." Like, yep. and the other thing I thought is, how much is Allison's hotel bill at this point? <laughs> it has to be super high. She has <laughs> right. To- She's living in a hotel. It's not cheap. Yeah, she has to be really rich or something. Right. Must be. Uh, then we see. Um... Eddie taking a shower, uh, uh, and we see that he's dirty, and his wife is coming in, talking to him about uh, the problems uh, they are having. Also about losing Hawk, because they are afraid of losing Hawk. Um, well, they think he's going to become, what do they call it, an IS? IS, whatever. Yeah. Uh, ign- I think it's ignorant soul. Is that what it stands for? What was Tim? It would make. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense because they kept saying like, "Oh, they're they're ignorant," or "They are the ignorant." Right. He's an ignorant. Right. Exactly. So I, I think it stands for soul. ignorant soul. Yeah, but, but you. I'm not really sure fun... about S. But you had a fun suggestion, Tilly. What was that? I can't remember. Uh, it was something really funny, but I I can't remember. Oh. You you said it was something with IS. ISIL. Oh. Oh. Yeah, like the same as ISIS yeah. and yeah. Archer. Mm-hmm. Archer. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and then we see Cal uh, coming to the front door, being angry at Eddie's wife for getting this rich uh, son uh, to Peru. Is it Peru? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and Eddie gets mad at him for yelling at his wife. So he's standing up for his wife. Then we see Cal trying to ring Peru, trying to cancel this uh, boy's treatment. And you see this... Oh, no, this, this is the part where he's just trying to get a flight, right? Right. He can't get a flight to Peru. Right. 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 Uh, but you also see this girl that loves uh, him too much. Mary. Mary. Uh, Mary, Mary, uh, uh, quite contrary. Um, um, uh, he doesn't want to really speak to him, and she feels left out. You see that she's sad, because because he doesn't want to speak to him. Then you see... Well, Cal- that, and I think that she's used to seeing him as, like, this very together guy who is always in control and right here he's very not in control so she's seeing like a side of him she's never seen and she's kind of thrown thrown back by it thrown but back uh, by then uh, cal is doing uh, his yoga so 
he calms down. Um, Eddie and his wife sitting down with um, uh, a hawk. hawk. Um, I said it before you reminded me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Luke knows I forget names all the time. Uh, hawk yeah. is a hard one to forget, though. I know. Because he's the only nice guy in this. Uh, right, and the name Hawk is a little weird. So. Yeah. But uh, they set him down and they uh, tell him, ask him to tell him the truth, and he tells kind of the truth. He doesn't tell everything. What do you mean by the truth, I guess? Well, he, he kind of... He doesn't admit everything that has go, been going on. Like how in love with her she is. He is. Well, a little bit, but he... Uh, I mean, he, he do, I, I don't think he knows how in love with her he is right now. So Right, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they speak about that. Uh, then we see the FBI agent um, back at uh, the FBI headquarters. Sure. Yeah. Looking through a register. It's a. It looks like a flight manifest, like all the flights that have been paid for by maybe a specific credit card or something like that. Yeah, to Lima. And Lee a Max, lot of them, yeah. Yeah, is then in Peru. I actually knew that before. Uh, so, yeah, they're going through those ba- bank statements. Uh, then we see uh, Cal and Eddie's wife having a discussion uh, about what she did with the rich, uh, rich boy. I'm going to call him Rich Boy because I don't I don't remember his name. Do we have his name? Uh, maybe, but Rich Boy works because yeah. he's not really that important either. No, not uh, an important character. There's a lot of characters who are just kind of side characters. Yeah. So they don't need names. Yep. So Cal and uh, and uh, um, Eddie's wife are uh, doing meditation together and. Mary they kind of look like they're about to kiss at almost, one point in yeah. this. And Mary almost, sees yeah. them together, and she gets super depressed because she wants Cal all for her own. Um, <laughs> but uh, then we see uh, Cal uh, talking to Eddie about uh, what he saw when he was uh, growing the ditch. Uh, digging the ditch. Digging but the ditch. I, I thought it was weird right here. They're like going over some kind of code, mm-hmm. like a set of numbers. Uh, and I think this may come up in the future, but he's trying to remember a specific set of numbers. That's like a really long set uh, set of data for you some reason. And we don't really know, know why this yet. Code, Luke? I, maybe it, I, I wasn't listening closely enough. It was but. the numbers for the bunker in Lost. <laughs> right. Yes, it must have been. I don't think that's true, but maybe. I really hope it is. I listened to him and I thought uh, like maybe it was the Fib- the Fibonacci sequence, but it wasn't. So. Yeah, but it, it would be funny if if it was the numbers in Lost, though. Uh, it's going to show up 
and they suddenly come in lost. That would be funny. Uh, destroying this whole city. Uh, then we see Mary Mary quite contrary uh, trying to leave um, the settlement because she can't have Cal all for her own. And the black guy uh, thinks she's leaving because she f- he forced her to have sex, but no, she's telling her. Uh, he didn't. Him. He didn't force her though. Number he one and number two, her. she's kind of leaving because I think she realizes that this religion is not actually what she needs to help her. Because all it's doing is making her upset uh, over the fact that she can't be with Cal. So. Then we see the asshole father of her uh, coming to the FBI guy, and he looks beaten. Oof. But well, right, he's out of the hospital, but we know at this point, which we didn't mention, but uh, the FBI agent from the no. last episode, he yeah. heard that Mary talking about her okay. and her father and what he did. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't give him. Any information at all. Then we see Hawk uh, reading in his book and his mother coming to him. And his mother talks about the first time uh, she was pregnant with him, right? Right, she was pregnant and she lost the baby. Or she thought she had a miscarriage. And then she went to Peru. Right. And having this Awanaska trip. On, oh my gosh, it's really trippy to watch as well. And when this is the first time they kind of show how much you actually throw up on ayahuasca. She she's puking all over the place. So yeah, and she sees a crow, and this crow is going to be important in the future, I think. And she comes. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I thought it was like a hawk or like something like that. I don't. I don't ah, know that maybe it's. A it was a yeah. Right. Uh, That's probably why his name's Hawk. That would make sense. I thought it was a crow for some reason. Well, it's he a is black bird, but yeah. <laughs> what? It's black hawk. Black hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, then we see, like, she's coming home, and uh, she sees that Hawk is alive, and she's amazed, and uh, we now we now understand... Well, that's I, kind of important. You don't want to kind of go over that, because no, that's, the baby was miscarried, she takes yeah. drugs, she comes back, goes to the doctor, and the baby's fine now. Yeah, so. yeah, because so, yeah, they, they'd lost a heartbeat, hadn't they? They said yeah. they couldn't detect a heartbeat, right. so they were waiting for the baby to pass, so they'd get sent on your way. So now, now, yeah, so now we know why she's a Myrist, more or less. Well, no, she was born into this religion. That's why yeah, she's but, a Myrist. But, this but, is what she, she, she... This is probably why she believes so much in ayahuasca. Yeah. So. And then we go back to high school, Hawk seeing his lovely, lovely girlfriend that now I can have sexual fantasies about. Thank you, Jeremy, for the reminder. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. Yes. Ashley, she is hot. Um, and uh, she kind of gives him the speech of, "Are you really going to say that you're going to be a member of a of a church that doesn't allow you to be in love with me? Are you really going to say that?" 
thought this was one of the best speeches in the show so far. Sorry? I thought this was one of the best pieces of dialogue in the show so far. Her little speech right here is pretty amazing. Yep. Then we see the FBI agent telling uh, Eddie the truth about his kid. I I actually like this part. Mm-hmm. I I I enjoy the FBI agent a lot. I think I think he's going to have a huge role in in the path. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it it's hard to tell in this scene whether he's saying this just to. Uh, whether he's saying it to kind of get on the inside and get good with Eddie, or whether he's saying it because he he just needs to get it out there and talk to somebody. You know I think I mean? it so. is the last thing. I think it's a little of both. Yeah, but. he's holding it back because, like, he, he's been so... Yeah. Then we see Hawk coming home uh, with his mom um, with this machine on her head, uh, this um, EG machine. That's not all all EG, but it looks like that. EKG, yeah. EKG, yeah. I have to cough. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of. I would say it's. A, I would call it a meditation machine. I guess is what we're gonna call it. And it seems like maybe from what we saw before, there was like um, there's lights on it, and they light up from like red to green. And we've always seen her do this before, and it went all like it had all the lights lit up. And this one, it's only lit up to yellow, and the green ones on the top aren't lit up. So it kind of seems like she's trying to do her meditation, but it's not working. Right. It's very subtle, though. It is. Uh, then we see Carl visiting the rich asshole, uh, having a talk. And uh, this, this I really liked. Like, this is one of my favorite moments of this episode. This cow dialogue to this rich asshole. Like, would you really uh, let your kid die of overdose instead of being a member of my <laughs> cult? It's almost like he's saying that. Well, yeah, I mean, up to this point, he's kind of everything this rich guy has said. He's gone. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll do what you say. And at and this point, he goes, you know what? Fuck you. This is how it's going to be. And. That's just how it's gonna be. You gotta live with it. So. But uh, then he gets a beating by uh, Oddjob. Let's call him Oddjob. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's the henchman and he's an Asian guy. So and he's kind of big like that. He's just missing the hat. That's yeah. all he's missing. That's all he's missing. <laughs> then we see the sh- shaman and ayahuasca center, and we see uh, the rich uh, spoiled dude. Getting his ayahuasca and puking, and his mother looking concerned at him. Then we are seeing Eddie having sex with his wife, and I enjoyed it. And, and we get nudity here, which I thought she wasn't going to be doing nudity from the first episode, but yeah, nudity yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. Uh, I took it into my sperm bank. Uh, and uh, we, see, <laughs> we see Hawk hooking up with his girlfriend, and we have a back and forth to the Ayahuasca Center again, and we see that uh, the rich spoiled dude has a uh, 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 looking into the light moment, then we see Cal smiling in the car after he's be- been beaten up, and we go to black. 
Yeah, and Cal got the shit kicked out of him. Because apparently it was daytime when the guy started beating him up. And in yep. this last scene, it's nighttime. Yep. I think that was probably a mistake. <laughs> I, I don't think he beat fun. him up for like hours and hours. But <laughs> I don't know. That was fun. So, uh, still good. Yeah, this was a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to watch the first episodes uh, this week, Tilda? I am. To try to catch up? Yeah. I was nearly tempted to start on the first one, but given that I knew you'd go through the whole of this episode, I didn't want to spoil it for myself completely. Right. So I thought, I'll watch it, see if I like the idea of it, and I do. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and watch it. Uh, Can we have a little, like, overview of what you think and things like that next week? Yes. Yeah. And hopefully I'll be a whole lot less confused. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I think I'll still be a bit confused, yeah, but not as uh, confused as I am now. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'm not sure if you will be less confused or not. Have you read the book this week, Tilly? Actually, Whoa! I did read. I know, I read the entirety of a book while we were waiting to go into court. Whoa. Um but it was just the witness help book thing. <laughs> and oh my god, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Can you tell it was a from it? Yeah. Well, it was a picture book. I can describe the book. It oh was it was gosh. amazing, but yeah. awful. It was a picture book. So you open it on the left hand page is just a blank white page. On the right hand side is a picture. Really badly drawn not properly coloured in or anything, like the people didn't look like people. But it showed the story of a woman that saw some man doing something strange outside and she witnessed something, so I had to go through court and stuff. But yeah, you go through the whole book and every single page is a blank page and then a picture page. And then there's a thing at the back that's kind of like a key and it's got the page number and then the words that should have been on the blank page. Yeah. So you have to look at all the pictures first and then get to the back and then you've got all the words. <laughs> just in English. <laughs> so we sat for a good two and a half hours making our own stories up and sort of trying to figure out what, what was supposed to go on that page before we went back and looked. Yeah. So yeah, I read a book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would preface that as a book. Uh, yeah. What about you, look? Uh, just working on Helter Skelter. I'm almost done at this point, so uh, oh. hopefully I'll be done next week. And your audio quality disappeared, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like you're talking through a box. Yeah. Oh, do we want to hang? Do I still sound bad, or do you want me to? No, it's good. But it sounded right. like you, you you were talking through a box, so say it again. Uh, yeah, just working on Helter Skelter. I'm going to probably finish it this week, so... Ooh. Yeah, I got a lot of driving to do this week, so hopefully I'll get it done. Driving a bus, driving big go bus. Uh, I've uh, begun reading the Mammoth Book of Jack the Ripper by Maxim Jugubovsky. It's 19 hours and 39 minutes, and you can get that from f- for free at Audible Trial slash. Another digital citizen, or as Tiddy only says it. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Yay. The Mammoth Book of Jack the Ripper. Really interesting if you like 
Jack the Ripper. <laughs> what was it? Like a big compilation of everything about him? Yeah, or... and theories about mm, it. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, so many. Yeah, there's so many theories. It, wasn't there like something that came out recently that said that they definitely knew who it was? Or yes. Whatever? Yes. Okay. Not to spoil anything. <laughs> spoil. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can spoil a uh, thousand-year-old... A hundred-year-old murder mystery? Yeah, yeah, murder mystery. Yeah. It's like saying, uh, you know what? The Titanic hit ice. It's a little <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to promote, Tilly? I haven't got anything I'd particularly like to promote, but I would like to say a massive happy birthday to my niece, who is nine tomorrow. Aww. So my, this this is all for her today, because she's my little angel. She's the youngest of the girls, and I can't believe she's nine. How old? Uh, yeah. What's her name? Shannon. Happy birthday, Shannon. Happy birthday, Shannon. Yeah. Even there though you she go, won't hear this, but... She'll hear that bit. Yeah. All right. She, she doesn't. She won't get to hear the whole thing, but she'll she'll get to hear, <laughs> they get to hear like the intro, and then I can show them little bits. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Fro? I want to promote actually something. Did you know, Tilly, that I have actually started another podcast this week? <gasps> No, I knew you'd got one coming up. Uh-huh. This I... is the one that you told me about a few weeks ago. I, I actually did it this week with Bill on last Friday. We pushed out the first ever episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park episode, uh, podcast. That's Shark's, Shark's Pond. Pond. Yeah, like the pond they are having in South Park. A yeah. South Park uh, podcast. And we talk about Cartman gets an anal probe in the first episode. Uh, and cool. Yeah, it's fine We know when that's going to be up? It is up. <gasps> oh, it's up? Yes. You didn't post it yeah, on your Facebook, have... apparently, because I didn't I... know it was up. It is on my Facebook. Well, you didn't oh, tag huh. us in it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get up on the news feed, because I probably would have seen it. But Go on yeah. my profile and Good to know. find it. Yeah, Shark Spawn. All right. South Park episode, uh, podcast. So I'll have to make sure I let Nick Dick know as well, because he'll love that. Yep. We talk about Cartman gets an anal probe, and uh, Bill doesn't know what the title of the show is. It's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> or, or, like, not the title of the show, but the title of the show that we are doing. I asked him, what, what, like, he didn't remember what we were calling this uh, uh uh, the, the podcast. <laughs> uh, what about you, Luke? Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, just West Coast Wrestling Connection dot com. Uh, Go and... check it out. Go check out the YouTube page. And please say it oh, again. that's it. I'll... No. Uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection dot com. I'll do the other one next week. Okay. Spread them out. Okay. Yep. <laughs> still hasn't heard about it. Oh, heard if about you listened what? to the podcast, she would have. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll listen to yep. last week's this week. Okay. Okay. Right, and I'll talk about it next week. So. Goodbye, everybody. So, no, we got to do coming next week. So. Oh. oh. I almost forgot it last week. Already. And now you got it again. Yeah. Preload. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>
next week we're talking about news from the week. We're doing another digital review of Canoe. I think it's called Keanu. Okay. Reeves? Like <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's kind of, that's how it's spelled, so yeah. Yeah. And we are going to have best song ever tur- tournament next week. <laughs> yep. Oh, interesting. Uh, we are going to have payback results and we will crown the winner of our bet. And we will talk about Path Episode 6! Oh, and of course, Music Massacre, which is not on there because we weren't 100% we were going to do it. Yep. But that's Music Massacre and Fro's song, Avril Lavigne, Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. <laughs> yes, it's uh, really bad. I'm not looking forward to being reminded of that, to be fair. I remember <laughs> seeing the video and going, oh, God, no. Yeah. But I, I don't remember r- the song. It's the racist video, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's really, really racist. It's really, really racist, look. Um, yeah, so that's next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.